morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Welcome to your, what is this, Monday? Woof. So much has happened between Friday and Monday of this week. Um, and March is bringing it, right? So March 2020, apparently coronavirus is like, uh-uh, no thank you. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't want to stop. So coronavirus is uh, apparently making its way through the U.S. I am of the belief that if we had had stronger leadership, we would have seen more done more quickly. We'd have been taking it seriously instead of calling it a hoax or pretending like things that happen in China can't happen here. So that was very strange to witness. And I think it's just been a blessing and a curse. I don't want people to die. I certainly, I have immunosuppressed people in my family. I really don't want this disease to uh, cause them harm. I do believe that this has been an opportunity for people to see what good leadership looks like and what bad leadership looks like. And people are only shaken out of complacency when it affects them. And I'm going to tell you, I uh, went to the grocery store and there were there was food, but meat was in scarce supply and toilet paper was really gone. Like people hoarded up the toilet paper. So it feels like the zombie apocalypse will begin with uh, no toilet paper. I mean, people are out here primal. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I'm not sure. I think someone said toilet paper is manufactured in China. So with their factories closed, we're going to run out of toilet paper or something. I don't know. I've never seen toilet paper be this high up in a crisis. And uh, the Whole Foods I was in, people just raided. Also, the frozen foods. I'm like, is this what people eat in a crisis? Uh, Frozen cauliflower and corn? I mean, it was weird. This whole thing is weird. And it just lets you know that people aren't prepared for life to be inconvenient. Uh, They're not prepared for things to inconvenience them. So that's what's fascinating to witness. It's like, oh, okay, you're just just going to buy up all the stuff. Uh, And at that point, schools haven't been closed, but I do believe they have been closed now. And kudos to J.B. Pritzker. I mean... Missouri, St. Louis sits right next to Illinois, so we get all their news and announcements because they're they're part of our metro, Southern Illinois. And um, I mean, he's just he has demonstrated, and I don't live in the state, but the stuff I've seen from him, it has proven that he is uh, a strong leader. Like he's decisive. He doesn't seem to back down from what might be perceived as criticism and under his purview is Chicago and that's a giant metropolitan area so uh, I've noticed him and uh, Andrew Cuomo in New York have been very vocal unlike Mike Parsons (laughs) and listen I don't have a beef with people who are Republicans I don't just dislike people because of the D or the R but you know I just need decisive leadership and granted we don't have the as many cases but also our tests i'm not sure if we don't have a lot of cases or we just don't have enough tests being done um but this is why this is why i got frustrated with jay nixon 
during Ferguson. I, I live Ferguson adjacent and I was watching those tanks roll out. I was watching all of this stuff unfold about 10 minutes from my house. And he just seemed to stumble and bumble. You know, I really, my whole issue with Ferguson was less about what people perceived should be the punishment because I don't know. I just, I just didn't believe that that was, uh, I think almost all the blame fell on, uh, not prosecutors, on the police for me. I just thought the way they handled it was so strange. Um, and that was a super hot day and they left the body out there. They just bungled the whole thing to me. Um, and I get it. Everybody's not good in a crisis. So, yeah, that was just a big cluster. And I thought Jay Nixon, once it started to escalate, I mean, he really was dragging his feet and he just didn't seem sure handed. And I was like, he's not going to be reelected. Um, so then you move forward and I think you get Greitens and you see how that worked out. So it's just, you need good, solid leaders. And I hope we're past this point where everybody's like, Hey, I'm a phlebotomist, but I also think I could be the mayor. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, were you at least your school president in high school? It's like, why? Politics is a real thing and you need to be good at it, but also you need to be a servant. If you don't have a servant's heart, I'm not interested in whether you want to be a politician or not. Because politicians are slick. I like people who are called to serve. And uh, when you really get behind the curtain of what's going on in communities, you need people who have servants' hearts. If you don't, it's not going to get better. A politician will never make it better for you. They're just a bunch of slick talkers. And, you know, that that wears thin with people. But people are easily swayed. And I think that's how we got here. I mean, people watch Donald Trump on TV. They've heard his name for 25, 30 years, and they think he's rich and famous and therefore smart. And, um, yeah, yeah, that was a colossal fail. I, I do not feel comforted when he starts talking. And to be able to comfort the majority of 300 million people, 350 million people that live here, that's a skill. And that dude do not have it. He does not have any skills that makes people calm down. In fact, you saw what happened to the markets after he made his one speech last Monday. I mean, he just this. And I feel the same way about some of the local people who are giving speeches. It's like, I'm not feeling more comfort. And, you know, the media is whipping people up. I'm telling you, you go in the grocery store and it's like, it, it's telling. It really is telling. So. Let's uh, think positive thoughts and get focused on uh, the real issues because we're going to survive this. The majority of people are going to survive it. And uh, we need to value the lessons we're going to learn from it. That's how you grow, because this is not going to be new. These big pharmaceutical companies haven't been working on vaccines for anything for decades, for years, because that costs money. They'd rather just make money. And I'm not just speculating. You can Google big pharma and vaccines. They have just abandoned research and development because the money has been so good. They've even made up diseases so they could sell you pills for it. And so people have just been buying, 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 buying and not 
these companies are like, cool, we don't really need to be in the vaccine business or the research and development business. And now uh, something has arisen and it. A vaccine is a long way away, a long way away. So, you know, and again, I'm not trying to be negative or glib. I literally just watched and it's not pandemic. There's something called pandemic on um, Netflix, but I can't remember what I watched, but I was like, oh, so it's just like the movie Contagion. Go ahead and pull that out pull that one out. It's fascinating. Um, and people are really, really uh, complacent until they're not. And then they get mad aggressive. And what we're what I'm hoping for is that we don't see like um, civil unrest. You know, if we can stop this thing in its tracks, because I'm telling you, if if it, if you get quarantined beyond two weeks and, you know, food is is not being shipped in and things come to a grinding halt. Yeah, it's going to get primal. So, you know, most of us aren't really cut out for all of that. So it would be nice if uh, people would just do the social distancing. If you can work from home, work from home. And what the hell? Have y'all not been washing your hands? Because that's the other thing that wasn't in the store. Like antibacterial soap and like Clorox wipes. I mean, those those aisles were clean to the bone. And it's like, I wasn't in need of any of that because I buy it regularly. I just wanted to stock up a little bit. But it's like, have y'all not been washing your hands? I mean, seriously, how many people are out here just straight not washing shit? They're not washing their hands. Maybe you're not washing your parts. I mean... It shouldn't take an outbreak to make you wash your nasty ass. That is ridiculous. And if that's the lesson we need to learn, hey, I'm with that. Because as climate changes and more of these viruses, you know, there's something called super gonorrhea out here. Shit is evolving. We, we, if you believe in evolution, we've evolved from bacteria and germs. And they keep, they have kept growing. <laughs> so, you know, super gonorrhea, coronavirus, you know, stuff you thought was tamped down. And then you got all these people who won't vaccinate their kids. I mean, listen, what goes around comes around. Karma is a real thing. And for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And we in the reaction period. OK, so just hunker down and wash your ass wash your hands i don't understand that let's just start there ugh